Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Steven. And Kyle. How's it going, Kyle? It's going, man. How are you holding up in all this heat, bud? Uh, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it does suck. Especially when you work outside all day. It tends to get a little rough out there. I'm not a fan. No. You told me today like I, that I look like I've been living in a tanning bed. You do. Well. You look like you're from Jersey Shore. I wish. Me too. That'd be fucking dope. Fucking Polly Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, we hope all you guys uh, and gals out there keeping cool and keeping safe and just living your best fucking life. Yep. But Kyle's put together an episode today, and we are going to bring it to you. Before we do that, we got to get through all the business. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast, and you'll find us. Um, if you like to hang out on Facebook... Come on over to the pages and share memes, post creepy shits, you know, the whole spiel. Just come hang out, have a good time. Um, if you listen to us on YouTube, make sure you f- like us and subscribe, however the f- fuck YouTube works. I don't know. Anyway, if you have a creepy story to tell and you'd like to share with us, Kyle's going to tell you how to do that. You can call us at one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow You can use your voice recording memo thing on your smartphone there record your story then shoot it over to the email which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com you can email us written stories recorded stories whatever you want to do if you're on reddit because i know we've got a lot of people bouncing off of reddit you can send us that's you know stories on there however you want to do it we'll take it pretty simple you guys at this point you already know the drill yeah and i mean we've got looks like we've fallen on a lot of new ears here lately according to our downloads so if any of our new listeners have anything they'd like to share you know how to do it absolutely we'd love to hear from you and uh thanks for everybody sharing us around telling your friends kind of keep this ball rolling it is awesome it is awesome Back to uh, podcast episodes. Yeah. If you listen to us on Apple or iTunes uh, podcast, hop over there and leave us a five-star rating and review, and we will gladly share it. And I just want to say, you guys have been hammering it lately. We've got a fuck ton of new five-star ratings and reviews. Hell yeah. So you guys are dope and doing the Lord's work. Keep it up. So it's awesome. Today's five-star rating and review comes from our friend JRF929. It says, always entertaining, keep it up, five stars. Whether or not every topic discussed on your show is true or not, the stories told are always entertaining. You guys work so well together. I listen all day while I'm at work and the day flies by. Keep it up, you guys rock. Well, thanks, Jay. You rock. Let me be the first to say that. Nailed it. Yeah. It's thanks so much for taking the time to just hop over there and leave us the kind words. It really helps like push our podcast to a wider audience whenever we get those five star ratings. It kind of helps us work through the charts at Apple. I don't know yeah. all the algorithms and the schematics of that shit, but it does help. And we are glad that we help you get through your work day, Jay. That's what I was gonna say. That's anything, what we're here for. Anything to make the asinine daily routine of work go out the window that's what we'll do and we we we're glad that we can get you through the day you know safely and without wanting to kill yourself at the end of the day because <laughs> we all know how that goes <laughs> i took a sharp left <laughs> sharp <laughs> left turn well come on there's nobody out there that truly enjoys your job that's, if you do then it's not really work yeah, and if you do enjoy your job, hats off. I'm happy for you. You know what I enjoy? What? The fucking monsters. The fucking monster. I know. I already downed mine, and I should have held off, but I couldn't do it anymore. I know. It's 11 o'clock at night. I'm cracking this open. Oh, I should have. I wish they'd fucking sponsor us. They will eventually. Yeah, that'd be tight. Yeah. Dope, if you will. Um, But anyway, if you have a uh, weird story you'd like to share with us, please shoot it our way. Do it. We are going to jump into our listener experience of the day right about now. Hey guys, I'm back with another encounter with the weird for you. And uh, I got to thank Steve for sparking this memory with his, 
has anybody been missing forks question so this story actually takes place uh almost 10 years ago and it was a series of events that happened at the first house my husband and I bought uh when we moved back to Illinois from Arizona and we moved into our house about mid-September and started noticing some weird things. Um, we would hear things in the basement, or I especially would. My husband worked um, a rotating shift, and it seemed to only happen when he was gone, uh, either for the evening shift or the night shift. When he was there at night, nothing happened, which was, you know, of course, awesome for me. Um, so I started hearing things in the basement, um, like just noises of things moving around. Um, one night I was upstairs, um, in one room and I was playing on the computer and I started hearing scratching like on the floorboards near me. And I kind of thought, oh, maybe there's an animal under the house. But it was like really odd scratching. Um, So I called my dad and he came over and listened and listened. And he never heard anything. It had had stopped when he got there. Um, So then um, my stepson moved in with us uh, about three or four weeks after we had moved into the house and one night I was tucking him into bed and we heard laughter in the in the basement two separate voices and that obviously freaked us out and I wasn't gonna go down there and check I mean I didn't think anybody was in the house it was just two different male voices laughing then um one day uh when my husband was actually home he heard he and I both heard um a broom fall over in the basement and he went down there to check it out and nothing had fallen there wasn't even a broom in the basement to fall over but you know that sound that like a broom handle makes when it bounces off a concrete floor that's what we heard um so then a few weeks after all this we started having spoons go missing we lost i would say probably six spoons um it was enough that I had to go buy more um, spoons and never found them. No idea what happened to them. And then uh, one night I heard one of my music boxes playing. And my I have two different music boxes. And neither one of them have ever played by themselves before that or since then. Then another night... Um, I saw lights in our kitchen and they were not reflecting off of a a surface. They were free floating four or five circular orbs for, you know, I don't, but they were round balls of light, um, different colored And then the last thing that we had happen was um, one night um, my stepson and I heard voices in the basement again, but this time it sounded like fighting, like two men fighting. And I had finally gotten fed up and I stood up and I went out to our kitchen and I said, okay, that's enough. This is our house and you need to leave now and we didn't have anything happen after that and we lived in that house probably two years um before we sold it so there you go i don't know if anything's happened there since then but um that is my tale 
uh, let me know if you have any questions. Well, thanks so much for sharing your story. Um, that is a lot to unpack. Yes. Uh, the missing silverware definitely correlates with the fairy encounters, or I guess it's not really an encounter because I, I didn't really see any fairies. So, But people attribute them to taking shit. But the rest... The rest of it sounds, I mean, it sounds like a haunting to me. The yeah. disembodied voices, see, even even the lights. I mean, I don't know, because the lights almost sound like alien phenomenon, but the disembodied voices are definitely spiritual phenomenon. It just sounds like a wild house. It does. I, I mean, I would agree. Overall, I feel like it's more or less a haunting than the Fae, unless, unless of course, the Fae want you to perceive it as a haunting, and they're, they're just tr- fucking with you. They're tricky little, yeah, folk. They're they're known to be tricksters, but the fact, I mean, then again, I don't know if they can replicate humans' voices in no, a way that, no in, the, in the way to make it sound like uh, two grown men are fighting, because the video, like I, we were talking about on the Fae episode. With Josh Gates, it sounded like a little Lucky Charm motherfucker. <laughs> I forgot about that video. Yeah, it's good. But I would um, definitely, if you're able to, look into some history of the house. See if there was any... Because you said that those are like the only encounters that you had and nothing happened after that. Oh, yeah. I'm curious as to if there was a history of some sort of maybe... Violence had taken place between two males, you know, which would kind of substantiate you hearing the voices and such. And did you were you going somewhere with that? Guy? Yeah, I was going to say that is another really good contributing factor as to why I feel like it's more or less a haunting than than the Fae itself. Because at the end of your story, there you asked, are you commanded? the the beings to kind of get the fuck out of your house and they did whereas i think if you were to tell the fae that they would stick the big middle finger up back at you and start making things a lot more interesting around there in my opinion yeah your spoons have just been the tip of the iceberg I yeah imagine. that's kind of that's kind of route that i think i would choose for this is that it's more of a haunting slash maybe some poltergeist style shit S- something kind of off base but kind of in the same vein i've been reading a lot of um albert rosales's books on uh humanoid encounters and there was an encounter of a little girl who had put who had lost the tooth right so she put the tooth under her pillow for the tooth fairy to come her mom was leaving to take her brother to some sort of camp early in the morning so the little girl woke up and ran into the bathroom to uh, brush her teeth. And as she looked back toward her bedroom, she saw a blue ball of light moving around her pillow where she had placed her tooth. And she said she kind of watched this ball of light manifest into an actual entity. That's fucking weird. Yeah. And she attributed to this day of it being the tooth fairy because when she got up to go to the bathroom, the tooth was still under the pillow. Right. Uh huh. So she ran downstairs and was like telling her mom about it. Her mom just brushed it off. She went with her mom and her brother to go to drop him off wherever. When she came back, there was a coin underneath her pillow, but that's weird. It just made me think of fairies correlating to the balls of light that you saw, which also tied into another story, not necessarily of the Fae, but of the tooth fairy. Right. In quotations. But I just thought I'd tie those together. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Weird. That is fucking weird. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I would definitely look into the history of the house. See, like I said, see if there's any, um, episodes of violence or people that have passed, especially males, because the male voices were prevalent in multiple encounters. Um, I don't know, just a weird hot spot, but it's also weird that it only took place in that brief period of time and then you didn't have any encounters after that. It's hard to tell, especially when you have different instances of paranormal activity going on. Right. The missing silverware and the 
voices and shit like that. It's, I don't know, it's hard to pinpoint it when there's a lot of activity. Yeah, especially when they're kind of specific to different things. You know, like you were saying, the silverware is more attributed to the fae than the ghosts. And, you know, the voices and noises and stuff like that is more attributed to your classic haunting versus the fae. Yeah, because, I mean, poltergeists can move objects, but I don't... The fact that they disappeared and you never found them is weird. It is weird. Fucking weird. But, yeah, thank you for sharing. We appreciate it. If you uh, do look into it and find some history or any more information on the house, please shoot it our way. I'm curious to see what kind of other shit went on there. So, on that note, Kyle has got a surprise episode. episode, So, I don't know what he's talking about here. So. We're all in this together. Yeah. Sorry if I don't add anything to it. It's okay, because <laughs> you're going to. So, kind of another one of them them topics where I have no idea what I'm going to write about. It's last minute. It's Friday night. And I just sit down. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle texts me this morning, and he's like, I was up till 3 o'clock last night doing research yeah it's a doozy and i'm yep. like oh fucking great <laughs> it is it's good so in georgia there's a monument made of granite that was erected in 1980 in elbert county the st louis arch pretty fucking close Hell yeah! even bro. though i mean i just clearly stated that it was georgia but you know it is what it is hell yeah brother now on this monument there's a set of 10 guides that are etched into it and each one is in a different language. On top of the structure, there's four ancient language scripts inside a short message. All in all, there are five stones which are astronomically aligned. There's also also an additional stone tablet to the west which provides some notes on the history and purpose of these guide stones. So if you haven't put it together by now, I have chosen the Georgia Guide Stones. Uh, not just a clever name no, since they're in no, Georgia no. and they're guidestones. Right. And like I said, I had no idea what I was going to write. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start with this because we've talked about it before. And I'll just write a short episode on it. Well, I kept looking into them. And what I assumed to be what it was going to be like maybe an hour to two hours of writing ended up turning in at about five to six hours of just constantly going down different <laughs> rabbit, rabbit holes. Hole. Yeah, because, you know, normally whenever I tell my wife I'm going to go write, I'll go write for about two hours or so. And I usually start a little bit earlier than I did. And then I always, then I'll end up playing video games till three o'clock in the morning. True that. So, you know, it is what it is. But she was like, What time did you get in bed? I was like, Three. She's like, Did you play Xbox? I'm like, No, I didn't. <laughs> like, it was straight up writing and research. So, kind of out of the norm. I've I've looked into this before, and the fact like it's so hard to find any answers. Dog, I found them. Well, never mind. I Apparently, am I didn't the look shit in the right spot. Yes, because this I don't know. Like I said, this episode's gonna be dope. So, by first glance and first hearing in the stones, one would basically think, so what? You know, some modern age rich asshole with lots of money decided to put up a monument with his personal thoughts on them and basically leave it at that, you know. But looking further into things, it starts to get really fucking strange. The guides, like I said, they they were written in different languages, and the languages are English, Chinese, Russian, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, and Arabic. So right off the bat, I'll get into the the 10 guides and I'll try to talk about we'll we'll talk we'll we'll discuss the guides after we go through them here. So the first one is maintain humanity under 500 million in a per, per, perpetual balance with nature. Guide number two is <laughs> we are not doing that. No. Guide number two is first guide failed. reproduction wisely, improve fitness and diversity. Second failed. Yes. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Ooh, emojis. Third, pass. <laughs> Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Four, failed. Number five, 
protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Failed. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Failed. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Failed. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. <sighs> Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Yeah, I know. And number 10, be not a cancer on earth. Failed. <laughs> leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So as Steve noted, Steve noted that most of it we have utterly failed at. The only thing we got right is emojis, is the one new living language. Because, I mean, it's almost it's like modern-day hieroglyphics, really. Yeah. Um, kind of, in a way. <laughs> but, you know, so right off the bat, uh, the one that really gets people is guide number one, which is keep humanity under 500 million. And like Steve said, we are way past that. And there is no balance with nature. No, none whatsoever. We um, are just devouring. But I got to reading this one guy's thoughts on it, and people kind of backlashed on him. Imagine and that. were saying that he's being too critical because you, you look at maintain humanity under 500 million – and a lot of people automatically go right toward uh, basically population control, you know, and and getting rid of most of us. Now, some people claim that this is more written in case something drastic happens, like an asteroid impact or World War Three or what have you. A but pandemic. A pandemic. I know. Bum, bum, bum. See, this is why I like this episode. Now, number two, he's. It was guide reproduction wisely, improve fitness and diversity. Now, his thoughts on this, which kind of makes sense, would be get more into gene editing and editing things out to improve overall human health. But that kind of strips people of their rights. And people don't like when people play God. Right, exactly. And then you unite humanity with a living new language. Well, that could also suggest a the ushering in of the new world order being under one government. Hmm. So there are... Maybe cell phones are the new living language. It's possible. Because if there's one thing that unites humanity, it's definitely social media and cell phones. Yeah. It also... Which is unfortunate. ...unties humanity. Right. You know, so... You know, some of them, by face value, these laws, they sound decent. Like, some of them aren't that bad. But... That with these types of things, we all know there's always a hidden agenda slash message. And there are some oddities that go throughout this that think that make you think there is an underlying conspiracy to it. And the capstone itself reads, let these be guidestones to an age of reason, which is inscribed in Egyptian hieroglyphs, Babylonian cuneiform, classical Greek and Sanskrit. The man who put these stones up just showed up in Elbert County one day and introduced himself as R.C. Christian. Definitely not his real name. No, and he he comes out and admits that. This is not my real name. Um, but R.C. Christian is a reference to Christian Rosa Cruz or Christian, Ross, Christian Rose Cross the man said he represents a small group of loyal Americans, also stating that they have planned this project for over 20 years. He told the, told the men tasked with creating it that the message to be inscribed on the stones is to all mankind and is non-secretarian nor nationalistic, nor in any sense political. The stones must speak for themselves to all who take note and should appeal to believers and non-believers wherever. And at all times. The man who put it up also hired an astronomer from the University of Georgia to help implement the design. They were put in such a way they were based on the sun's yearly migration. The center stone needed two precisely calibrated features. A hole through which the North Star would be visible at all times. And a slot that was to align with the position of the rising sun during the solstices and equinoxes. The capstone had an aperture through which a beam of sunlight would pass through each day at noon. Shining on the center stone 
to indicate the day of the year, which kind of all sounds like some type of ritual because they're, you know, when you start mentioning the solstices and stuff like that, you, you, it has reference and ties to pagan rituals. Another ironic thing out of this, which this is kind of the spearhead to why I think this episode is going to be so good. Ironically enough, I choose the Georgia Guidestones and it is the 40th anniversary of the Guidestones. They were built in 1980. The year is now 2020. So it's kind of hell yeah. Ironic in a way. Like I said, we've discussed this off topic or off air loosely before and for some reason it caught my attention. It should be Cape. I'm I'm reading looking up information as he's uh, sharing information with you. And it said, the Guidestones should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. Yeah. They're no joke at all. <laughs> should function, function as a compass, a calendar, a clock, and should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. Yeah. They're, they're big. I think they're like, what, what did it say, like twenty almost 20 feet tall, weighing in at like... 250,000 pounds. <laughs> like, they are significant pieces of granite. But to kind of get away from that and to some crazy shit, I'm saving the craziest for last because I, I think it directly <laughs> ties into the year we're in. But Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Someone took a drone and flew it over the monument one day and spotted what looked like a dark spot on the stones. And being conspiracy around the stones and everything else, the dude automatically assumes it's blood. And that someone most likely has performed some sort of blood sacrifice because if it was blood, you would have to assume that it was almost 20 feet off the ground. So you would need a ladder or something to get up there. So it, it would have had to have been intentional. And then what if I, a fucking bird fell on it? It's true. I mean, did some little asshole shoot a bird <laughs> on top of it with a pellet gun and it bleed out on it? I don't know. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm all in on this conspiracy, but I'm just like, there's a lot of different things. There is. Be. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's definitely virgin sacrifice. Yeah. That's and where my money is. sometime before this guy found that with his drone, he or there was a video of a pasture that warned the guidestones would lead to blood sacrifices on the spot where they stood. <laughs> he was making a point that the monument is some kind of a cult symbol and used for pagan rituals. So people, when whenever this video surfaced of the drone footage and the blood, people started just hammering the police and need to get out there and check this shit out. And the phone was just constantly ringing off the hook, so the sheriffs finally had enough of it. They went out there took out a ladder, climbed to the top of the monument, and the the according to the sheriff, it was a bluish-black stain of some sort, which they chalked up to basically water stain. Um, the locals in the area will tell you a different story, and they'll tell you that they see people out there performing witchcraft. They're dressed in robes, and some people claim they're they're taking buckets of blood out there but from what I could tell, they took samples of the blood and it came back negative for blood. From what I'm being from told. From what they told. Yes, from us. what's being told. You know, let your you know your your mind wander and see where you end up. I I don't know. It was it blood? Was it water? I don't fucking know. I really don't. <laughs> that what you describing that definitely reminds me of the video from CERN. Where oh yeah, fucking out there, absolutely. And the Shiva statues unveiled and all that. Absolutely. There was another story that I found, and it this one here for me is personally more convincing than the blood story, and it's it is fucking strange. So there, you know, try to picture, try to Google these uh, stones or. I'm definitely going to post some pictures on Instagram. Steve will post them on Facebook. But these stones are no joke. They're not small. And like I said, they're about 19 feet off the ground. 
there was a story how somebody climbed up to almost the, to the top corner of one of these stones and removed a fucking cube, a stone cube. And whenever I was reading it, I assumed that it was like just like a small a small cube, basically. No, it was like a twelve by it was a foot by foot cube. It was a good section of stone removed, and it is clearly shaped as a fucking cube. So that's strange in itself. And supposedly there is 24-hour CCTV footage on these stones at all times. So another little strange fact. But apparently they caught the man who had taken the, the cube, but they caught him putting it back. In the middle of the night one night. He and said, fuck this. I'm yeah. putting it back. When he was questioned about it, he said he took it for personal, esoteric, and numerog- numerological reasons. And he basically told the cops, yeah, and he said, I don't want this weight anymore. So. Screwed. Yeah. But, and then they, they ended up not. That's some cursed bullshit right there. It very well could be. They ended up not replacing it. They, I guess they just must have kept that original cube as evidence. How well, in the shit was it stolen? Did he saw it out? I don't know. That's the weird part. That's why this is fucking strange to me because you look at the picture. Now, like I said, I had no idea how big it was at first until I read another story where in 2014, that missing cube was replaced with another cube. A different cube? A different cube. Now, check this out. What? On this cube that got put in its place, it was marked with letters and numbers. Each side had something different. There was a side with MM. There was another side with JAM. And the numbers 8, 16, 20, and 14. One man claims that he had broken the code. MM equals 13 plus 13 equals 1 plus 3 plus 1 plus 3 equals 8. J-A-M equals 10 plus 1 plus 13 equals 1 plus 0 plus 1 plus 1 plus 3 equals 6. 8 plus 6 equals 14. Giant fucking code. No, it's way too fucking confusing. <laughs> what? But he, he broke it out, and basically it listed a date as October 3rd, 2014. He thinks that it is or was the possible start of a plan set in motion by the New World Order. But check this out. This is where I call bullshit. Dude, I'm Googling October. What was the date? October 3rd, 2014. But check. This is where I call bullshit this next story because this was the explanation of the stone that got replaced with the numbers on it. But as luck would have it, a man came forward by the name of Michael Mazzanelli, M.M., and he reported that he placed the cube there to commemorate the date of his first anniversary of his marriage to Jennifer Ann Mazzanelli. But it also just so happens that this same guy, he's big into numerology and big into conspiracies. Weird. It's very fucking weird. And like I said, in these pictures, the stone is no fucking joke. It's... The the original guidestones are 19 feet off the ground. You need a big fucking ladder to get up there. And it just seems like something very strange to do. To have, like, oh shit, this is missing a cube. I'm going to go ahead and have a cube made. And then put numbers and letters on each side of the cube. To commemorate my wedding. And yet, most of the sides of the stone are going to be blocked from eyesight. Anyway, so therefore, no one's even going to know what the rest of it says. It just doesn't fucking add up for me. Does, does no, what happened to the original stone? The original, the original stone, I don't know. But some somebody came back to that one, pulled it out of the the, the cavity, and smashed it to pieces, and then handed out the pieces to... Um, onlookers smashed the the one with the numbers on it. <laughs> what? That's what I mean. So it's it fucking says, weird, dude. He 
M M Mary J A M on August sixteenth, twenty fourteen. Well, that would explain pretty much everything. Conveniently wrapped up in a nice. Yeah, I don't box. buy it. I think it's. I think. I think it's stupid. I, it's not. It's definitely not something I would do. Not to mention, like I stated, that the stones are under CCTV footage at all times. So the the police should have known this. They they should have been like. Yeah, we actually have video of a guy climbing up there and placing the stone in there. But nobody came nobody came forward with that evidence. Oh, who was the guy? William Jeremy Ellis. All right. But uh carry on. <laughs> so there's there's that little fun nugget of the Georgia Guidestones. I'm gonna kind of revert back here to R. C. Christian, the man that had them built. Like I said, R.C. Christian shows up and, you know, demands that these stones are made. Now, the name itself, R.C. Christian, is a hats off to the founder of the Rosicrucian movement. And a man by the name of Phil Freeman was a grail reader. He pointed out that Elberton is the larger town in the general area. And that's that's the town that they basically contribute these stones to. But... Ironically enough, there is actually another town which is a little bit closer to the Stones, and its name is Dewey Rose. This could be the reason the Stones were placed where they were, because the word Dew and Rose are both intimately tied to the Rosicrucian tradition. It's said the symbol of the Rosicrucians was in fact a rose with dew droplets on the petals, because the name itself was from Rose and Crux, having an alchemical alchemical meaning connected with dew as the solvent of gold and the cross as the equivalent of light. And on top of all that, there is another name for the area or no, there is a place 10 miles from, I'm a, I don't know if it's from um, Dewey Rose or the Guidestones itself, but it's called Yila Alohi which is Cherokee for center of the world. Another odd little note there. Oh yeah, as I as I was talking earlier, there is another stone that is to the west of the actual stones, and it's like the the guide to the guide stones. It tells you a little bit about it, and it gives you the layout and everything else. And it states, the Georgia Guide Stones, center cluster erected March 22nd, 1980. Let these guidestones, or let these be guidestones to an age of reason. Astronomic features, which I, I've already gone over. Then it says Arthur, or author, R.C. Christian. And then it has the, the, the hyphens and says a pseudonym. But pseudonym was spelled wrong on this granite. And there was one guy that I couldn't, I stumbled across it. And then I must have deleted the page, but he somehow translated that to some like a, a hidden conspiracy or some garbage like that. Which, like I said, further leads into there being a bigger plot around all of this. As you keep going on, there it says sponsors, a small group of Americans who seek the age of reason. And this, this is what I find weird, and I couldn't find much information on it. Underneath all that, it says time capsule. Placed six feet below this spot on to be opened on. Where one would assume dates <clears throat> are supposed to be, there are no dates. It's blank on this stone. So that's fucking strange to me. Because one would assume that if if the time capsule was placed there that there should at least be a date on on like you know 1943 yeah, like is when it was placed here to be opened on 2023 but there's no dates so does that suggest that nothing has been placed there yet and is supposed to be placed there hmm or is it some type of clue hidden message type situation 
I'm trying to look up current events that happened on October 16th, 2014 that would um, correlate with the numbers on the cube and not seeing a whole lot here. Assuming that that is an actual date. Right. I mean, it could have been October 14th, 2016. Yeah, I mean, it could have been... It did. It could have been Just a whole like different that. fucking code, too. The dude might have fucked the code up. Well, I stumbled on this weird-ass website as you were sharing information, and it gets real weird. It gets real fucking weird. All right, well, before you go into that, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to spearhead why this caught me so much. Um, I stumbled across this webpage on Steemit, and it was written by Dotwa, D-O-E-T-W-A. He goes over kind of the normal shit that I've covered, but he notes how he stumbled on some interesting things, and this is what he notes. With the idea of globalism as being sold as a positive thing, one should also carefully consider the adverse results of such a radical change before jumping headlong into support of it. Travel will likely be severely limited. Cash will be outlawed as the global government will undoubtedly pinch every penny out of their tax slaves. Owning any sort of property will be a thing of the past, as socialism is being rebranded and resold for the thousandth time in history. Now he goes on to state how in his research he stumbled across his website called Deagle.com, and it is a guide to military equipment and civil aviation. It has a forecast of population, gross domestic product, military expenditures and power purchase per county or country for the year 2025. So check this out. He's got this list that I found and it says country current population 2025 forecast population. USA is the top of the list, 323,990,000 people. The 2025 forecast is fifty four thousand or fifty four million three hundred and twenty six thousand three hundred people? What? Canada loses uh, what? Almost ten million. France goes down twenty million. UK goes down 50 fucking million. fifty million. Spain goes down twenty three million. What is this forecast based on? Why? I don't know. It's I don't know where he found it or anything like that, what but. The f- the I'm Netherlands. Over here, I'm over here trying to decipher this fucking cube, and you fucking the Netherlands come at me with that. Drop down about a million, but here's a crazy thing: the Philippines rise, uh, almost ten million. Brazil rises five million. Now, for the United States alone in this in this list. It shows the United States taking an 83% loss of life. So it's fucking weird. It's weird. But you go, you know, you look at this overall and you're kind of like, well, what the fuck? Well, in that little thing that I just stated, and this is where it's fucking crazy. Like, take off your your thinking cap and put on your tinfoil hat and get ready because... What's going on in the world today? Specifically the United States. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. Especially with like the COVID shit and all that stuff. And I just find it crazy because this I don't I think his research I it was like a, it was written around 2015, 2016 era, something like that, but what's he say? He says travel will likely be severely limited. Cash will be outlawed as the global environment will undoubtedly pinch every penny out of their taxpayers. And like I was just telling Steve today, I've been hearing rumors and chatter about the the physical dollar, the physical money is going away. And you you, you hear that and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, what the fuck ever. Like that's just horseshit. But I was talking to my mom and... She's gone to Walmart the past couple of weeks to get groceries, and 
she's noticed that the self-checkouts, you're not allowed to use money there with them at all. You can only use card. And one day, out of curiosity, my mom just asked, she's like, what What the hell's with this? Why can't I use cash? And the lady was like, yeah, there is a change shortage right now, and we don't even know if we're going to get change back ever again. So it might just be a card system from now on. And that kind of leads into some of the theories on the NWO taking over is that they want to get rid of the physical dollar. That way everything is digital and they can monitor it and basically have complete full control of your money. So it just kind of caught me because it's the 40th anniversary of the Guidestones. Uh, you have some of these things that he talked about has happened. Travel was severely limited there for a while in the United States and across the world because of the COVID. Uh, if this comes to fruition about them getting rid of physical money, well, there's another one you can just tack on to it. And then when they talk about socialism being rebranded and resold for the thousandth time, that's kind of what's happening across the planet. There are people who are believing that this stuff is for the best when in all reality it might not be. And then you go into the 2025 forecast population and it shows the United States taking an 83% loss of life. Dude, that's terrifying. And you know what? what's the first guide on these stones? Maintain humanity under 500 million people. I wonder if you add all them, all that up, if it's still under 500,000. Oh, dude, that would be fucking crazy. Because I'm sure the you know this report is not uh, on the entire world. Yeah, that couldn't be. Because Philippines and Brazil alone would be over 300 million. Yeah, but look at these numbers. I mean, that's right around the 500 million mark. It's got to be. Because there's another 100 million right there. I bet it's almost right on the money, dude fucking weird it is fucking weird but yeah that's that's kind of the the shit that i found on the georgia guidestones and there there's probably fuckloads more out there because if you wanted to get into the whole rosicrucian backstory plot you know it you could go on for quite some time and what, what were you saying about the cube oh i'm in a rabbit hole here i don't know what the fuck's going on um, they're basically saying that the first cube was removed by the Freemasons. Dope. They're the ones that took it out. Doesn't say why, but um, they link a bunch of articles here. This this was a message sent to this not secure website I'm on, so I'm probably get my bank account hacked. Hell yeah. But the guidestones were built by the Freemasons. They link them to Ted Turner, saying he was also behind it. Um, then they talk about the cube. <clears throat> They say, let me find it. It's a no-joke cube. That's what I can't get over. Yeah. And it's fucking cut like a goddamn cube. Um, they link a bunch of websites here, but they're questionable. It says, notice the article that I linked has no author, so there's no accountability. Notice the mugshot of William Jeremy Ellis, who is the person supposedly reported to take the first cube, is computer-generated. It's an artificial collage photo made up of constructed layers of different faces. If you search for William Jeremy Ellis, you will find that he never existed in Anniston, Alabama, where they say he did. The articles say deputies saw vandals on the cameras and were tipped off like that. Um, oh, so in that one, it says vandals. Yeah. Not the as, one guy. As we reported in our first Georgia Guidestones article, the cameras were inoperable at the time, so it was impossible for the deputies to see the vandals on the cameras at the monument site. That's why they only got a picture of him go, putting it back. Gotcha. According to the first report. Now, this one says, oh, we saw this guy on the cameras right. that weren't working at the time. Gotcha. Um, yeah, where the fuck am I at here? But um, basically what I was getting now with this cube is it would take somebody with knowledge to cut this fucking thing. Yeah. And they're, they're like, why would it make sense for a vandal to drive hundreds of miles from Alabama back to Georgia to return the piece of the cube? Yeah, why wouldn't he just throw it out in the trash? They're saying the cube that was replaced is not the cube that was taken. Yeah, that's it, that's they, what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're showing it, that it's it is. It's a completely different cube. 
yeah, not this is not the MMJAM cube. It's the cube that was destroyed first is a different cube. Oh. Two fake cubes. Cool. So you got a red herring and then you got a red red herring. Dope. So the OG cube that was taken is nobody gone. still knows yeah, where the yeah, fuck yeah, it yeah. is. The one that was destroyed was the first red herring cube. And then the one that was replaced, because you can see peg holes and stuff if you look. Like, mm. I've found a whole bunch of pictures on here, and it doesn't mix all together. Anyway, they go back to the cube that was put in by what's-his-fuck, Anniversary Guy, and they're, like, talking about the letters and shit. Yeah. The date of, if you go um, 8-14-2016 instead of 8-16-2014, 8-14-2016 basically was um he planned this man named william morgan planned to expose the freemasons via a book called illustrations of masonry by one of the fraternity who's devoted 30 years to the subject he obtained a copyright for this particular book on august 14 1826 shortly afterward he was murdered by the freemasons this led to the morgan affair yada 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 what does the letters mean well they think mm stands for master mason no surprise Makes they sense. said J-A-M stands for a Latin term called Judici Anno Mundi, in the judgment of the world, judgment day. Fucking dope. Cool. But apparently that didn't happen because judgment day was not 2016. No. Because we're still here unless we did die and we don't know it. Well, and I have, like, I, like we've kind of briefly talked about before, when it comes to this, this whole judgment day thing, so... Like, here is one way to perceive that shit. Whenever, because uh, we literally just got a message the other day about how the Mayan calendar was oh, fucked, yeah. and it was supposed to be around Father's Day, the end of the world, et cetera, et cetera. But say, we'll, we'll just take this, for example, uh, the Georgia Stone. Say that was supposed to be the uh, NWO's in-game day, where they're like, yeah, we're cashing in. This is the day. We have, you know, we have a goal set, and here they are moving shadow pieces that we're not seeing, but the rest of the world doesn't know they're moving these pieces or th those pieces even exist. But the the natural world goes on as as it does. But who's to say that this little path that the NWO has set in motion isn't monkey wrenched by just everyday living? You know, things that they can't. They can't control every aspect of life. They think, or they try to, but, I mean, we all have our quote-unquote free will to kind of go about, and who's to say we don't monkey wrench their plans from time to time? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they're they're setting a, a goal date, but maybe something happens around the world that monkey wrenches their plans. Can't. That you just it doesn't fall into place. Yeah, you, yeah. you just you like you know, it's kind of like playing the stock market in a way where you're just like, you know what, this is down, I'm gonna put a bunch of money into it, and I hope that it goes back up and I can bank off of it, but it doesn't always work the way you want it to. So it's kind of that's my theory on whenever they set these fucking doomsday dates, or people are just out of their mind. You know, it's whatever. Yeah, it's a big fear for people. You know, the end of the world. Fuck yeah, I can understand. Fucking, I mean, nobody nobody wants to really die, but you know, it's, it is what it is. I don't know. But maybe I just thought the guide stones are telling us. And it, I think we should go visit the stone sometime. It's, I'm down. It'd be so fucking. People cool vandalize just to go them all the fucking time, which I know, is which is kind dumb. of fucked up. Don't fuck shit up. Yes, but I mean. I don't know. It's just stupid to vandalize them like that because they don't even know. They don't even know the real reason why they're there. And the dude that left it, I mean, he he left super cryptic. He was just like, "Hey, I'm going to give you this name. It's not a real name." And the the gentlemen, all of them that set set this plan in motion, said it took 20 years to formulate it, and the guys that he approached, the Masons that he approached, or the granite cutters or whatever the fuck you want to call them, uh, they had they wanted no part of this job. So they just kept throwing out asinine 
uh, quotes to him. And every time he would just stand there and be like, okay, like, yeah, I can afford it. I can deal with that. Like, I can afford it. <laughs> and they're like, fuck. Perfect. So instead of 150, we're going to charge you 300,000. And he's just like, okay. okay. Like, I don't have a problem with any of this. Cash or check, dog. Yeah. I mean, he, they, they obviously were very wealthy, powerful people that wanted these stones up and they all believed in the same ideology. So I don't know, you know, what do you guys think? Do you think that this is a path for a better future or is it, does it have a little bit more of a dark undertone to it? Yeah. Is it just a bunch of Satanists trying to make a sacrificial altar? It's kind of crazy because you read about it a little bit and, like you'll hear sections of of story where it's like, yeah, the locals are super proud to have this, and blah 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 blah. And then you hear like <laughs> sure this other are. side where they're like, yeah, the locals fucking hate this and they want to tear it down so bad, but they can't. I just, I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. It is weird, and like I said, there's, like it's so cryptic, and there's so yeah, there's so much lore around it now. Yep, and it's. You'd it's think all be open a, for you'd interpretation. You'd think there would be a fucking money trail or something someone could s- search down and figure Nobody out. Nobody can find shit, man. Who the fuck it is. And if he, if it is tied to the Rosicrucians, I mean, they have ties to the Freemasons and the Illuminati. Well, so yeah. there's that. Probably the Brotherhood of the Snake. Probably. Because every time I say that, then we get weird calls on our <laughs> fucking call line. Yeah. The only calls we get on our call line. True. We do have a call line if you people want to use it. If That'd not, be dope. it's fucking whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's going to be fine. I do think we should go see the Guidestones, though. Oh, I'm totally down. That'd be a dope road trip. Yeah, it wouldn't even be that far. Fuck no. We could make it. And we could go ghost hunting. Hell yeah. That'd be dope. But yeah, what do you guys think? It's It's definitely a weird case for me. It's... I don't know. Like, they're... It's a rabbit hole you go into, and you can't find any answers. That's the worst part. No, like, but the, the rabbit hole keeps expanding the more you look. And I did not know. I did not know that someone stole a piece. Why in the f- fucking hell would you steal a piece of the cube or of the stone? You I know don't what know. I, mean? I don't know. But it, like, like I said, I'm not kidding. I'll, we'll post pictures, and you guys will understand. Like you look at this, and it took a professional to do. Yeah, it looks like it was it was cut out, lasered out. Maybe. I, I don't, don't even know. know how the fuck you'd cut a goddamn cube out of granite? Like out in the middle of nowhere like that. Slowly. I guess I guess you just had some type of special hand saw and it's like cut. Or laser. And the the cameras conveniently stop working while you're doing it. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was a pretty interesting topic that I stumbled yeah, on. So what do you guys think? If anybody out there has seen the guidestones, we'd love to hear from you or have yeah. pictures personal pictures of the guidestone hell yeah shoot them over and we'll share them because that'd be dope and we don't have time to go to georgia right now not at the current moment so we'll probably wrap it up there um yeah tell us what you think about the guidestones a mere map to a better future or map to the end of the world bum 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 check us out at all our social medias instagram youtube twitter facebook come and hang out with us you know the drill if you have a creepy story get it to us and until we meet again stay safe stay weird and uh, i don't know listen to the guidestones or don't i don't give a shit do you